Talk Radio's red-headed stepchild, Solace Radio. We go where no talk radio has gone before. Uh, I mean, I know that you know, I've, I've just been having a look through some of the places uh, that you have worked, both you and Eric, in radio. And, I mean, the uh, the experience that you guys have really dates back how many years? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I started in radio in 1977. 77. So that's a lot of years. Goodness me. And then I went in. Then after radio, I went into television uh-huh. and worked several years in, in television and then my own production company, uh, video production company. And then I went into newspaper and... <clears throat> Then into the web and then into internet radio. Uh, you, you first purchased an internet radio station and it was originally a comedy station. Is that, is that, am I to understand that correctly? That's right. Um, well, the last terrestrial station, which is the kind of station that broadcasts from a tower, you know, that kind of station. Mm. The last one of those that I worked for was, was here where I, la- where I live and I was, uh, a salesperson there, an account executive. And uh, there was a lot of office politics and everything going on, and so decided to start working for myself. And I started a, an online uh, news magazine, Meander Magazine, mm-hmm. and I, I did that for a while, and that just didn't fill in. You know, it just didn't do that much for me, and it was a lot of work that I didn't see any return for mm-hmm. or didn't feel any return for. So I went uh, just, you know, searching around on the Internet to see what I could find and how I could broadcast on the Internet. And I found uh, the Live 365 uh, network. And I uh, opened a, a professional station on the Live 365 network and... Um, Started Meander Radio, and then it originally it was a music station, and then I went into uh, comedy. I changed the format to comedy, and it just exploded. Uh, I it was a clean comedy station, mm-hmm. and I did a lot of editing and uh, really worked hard on that station. Diane, so, I'm just I'm just reading that it uh, listeners tuned in for more than thirty eight thousand hours a month. Is that I mean that's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. Did you? I mean, did you have yeah, any I, idea that when you started a, a an online radio program that it would sort of explode into something that popular? No, I didn't. You know, I I really didn't. All I knew was I wanted it to be as excellent as possible, mm-hmm. and so I was, you know, very picky about my production and editing and. Um, a lot of the comedy you find online is really filthy. Um, it, you know, there's just no getting around it. It's hard to find clean comedy. Sure. And, um, especially mainstream comedy. Christian comedy and stuff like that you can find clean, but mainstream comedy you can. So you have to edit it. And so I, uh, I did that. I got a software program that, um, had a, uh, filter. Uh, you know, that would bleep out those words, went to work editing and, and created a station that had all all of that edited out. And people would write me, you wouldn't believe it, they would write me and they would say, oh, I love your station because I can listen to it in the office or I can uh, listen to it in front of my grandmother. You know, it was great. Wow. Isn't that interesting? But so obviously that's not what we're uh, listening to now when we tune into Solace Radio. So it's kind of morphed over the years. How 
how did it go from being a comedy slash music station to a, uh, well, how would you describe it now? It's a messianic radio station now, uh, but it, I actually had two stations at one time. I started Solace uh, a year after I started Meander Comedy Radio, and Meander Comedy Radio was still on the air. And so I had two stations going because Meander Comedy Radio wasn't, even though it was making people happy and it was providing an escapism and entertainment for them, it wasn't filling that spot in my spirit that I thought I should be doing. Sure. And I had already been studying Hebraic roots, you know, since about 2002. And so the, I think it was just the Holy Spirit moving in me, leading me in that path. And, and so I, I had it in my mind, this is what I should do. And so I opened Solace Radio and it was, <laughs> it was the only messianic station on the, uh, Live 365 network, and they had about 10,000 stations at that oh, time. Wow. And so, and so you opened that one, and, and uh, Solace Radio, and that as that continued to develop, uh, Meander Comedy Radio uh, sort of received a kick in the teeth, didn't it? There was uh, something that happened in regards to copyright law that suddenly uh, you found yourself with massive overheads if you were going to continue doing it. Oh, I, I was devastated by what happened. Um, I was sitting here editing one day, and I got a call from Dallas, Texas. And it was the vice president of programming for Intercom Corporation, which is one of the largest broadcasts, the number three broadcasting corporation in the world. Mm -hmm. And the man told me, his name was Bill, he told me, he said, "Uh, I've been listening to your station for several months now. And, I, of course, I had no idea he had been listening. Mm. And he said, and, and I really like uh, uh, what you do, and we would like to have your uh, programming on our stations. We have nine uh, new stations in major markets. Uh, one of them was, I think, Portland, Oregon, and all across the United States. Mm-hmm. And I was just floored. You know, I, I was floored that anyone, you know, we, w- was even serious about it because nobody, see, my family, my, uh, they, they never realized how important this was to me, I don't think. And after that, they kind of understood, oh, maybe this was a little, little more important than we thought. And he, um, and we were in the final negotiations. He was going to let me keep my Meander Radio Network branding. And I wouldn't, uh, I told him I didn't want to be exclusive to his network. And would it be okay if I branch out and get other networks, uh, station affiliates and, and they were okay with that and everything. Everything was just perfect. And then the Copyright Royalty Board um, brought down the hatchet. They raised mm-hmm. the royalty rates for uh, Internet radio. And it would have been, it, it was like 300% of what I was already paying. Oh, wow. And what I was paying for royalties was, uh, I, I was, everything I took in every month on jobs, you know, on other jobs yeah. that I was working with was going out for my for the stations, uh, and um, it it was really tight already. And I thought I can't. <laughs> and and just, so so if I'm to understand, uh, Diane, just when everything was looking really rosy, just when everything seemed to be falling into place, just when everything was uh, looking very exciting, and you thought it was you'd found you know 
you know, it was just, it was beautiful. And then all of a sudden, bang, out of nowhere, out of left field, uh, comes this, <laughs> this passing of the law at 300%, the costs go up and you realize mm-hmm. it, it cannot continue. And so you were devastated. Is that right? Oh, I cried for two weeks. That's how devastated oh, wow. I was, you know. But I really do appreciate and understand what you talk about when you say that it was all set up, it was all looking good, and then all of a sudden the rug was pulled out from underneath you and you were utterly crushed. Mm-hmm. But you, you say you cried for two weeks. It was that desperate. What did you do after that? Well, what I did was I just put one foot in front of the other and, and, um, um, I temporarily put messianic programming on Meander Comedy Radio, and of course it it tanked because that wasn't my audience. Mm, mm. And uh, I thought, okay, well, well that's not going to work, so I'm just going to close it down. And you know that was in that two week period, and I just it just was devastating because everything I'd worked for had finally come to something really great, and then it was snatched away. Mm. But now I know that that was the Lord closing that door, and um. He was closing that door so that I would go through the door he wanted me to go through, mm-hmm. and that was to build Solace Radio up to where it is now. Mm-hmm. And uh, ironically, one of my former broadcasters' uh, friends at the Live 365 network, um, he offered a comedy radio station. He offered to give it to me because he saw what I was doing with Meander Comedy Radio, and, and I told him, I, I, I don't think I can handle it, and... We were facing these royalty rates, and, of course, all of the broadcasters were lobbying Congress. We were lobbying Congress through mail, through phone calls, uh, faxes, um, during legislation. And, and this was a, a, a very historic time in the Internet broadcasting industry. And we were working really hard to stop it, but we couldn't stop it, and it passed. And um, so later on, I mean, just um, about a month ago, I guess a month ago, mm. I uh, have have been talking to this former co-broadcaster on that network, and uh, he wanted me to open Meander Comedy back up. And it's just something in my spirit, you know, I was just saying, no, the Lord led me away from that before. And I was going after money. And that's not what you, that's not why I'm alive. I wasn't born, I know you have to have money to survive, you know, but I wasn't born to make a million dollars. And that's probably what I could have made eventually in that. But um, I was born to glorify God and Yahweh with my life. And I I wasn't doing that with Meander Comedy Radio. And, And he is a Christian broadcaster, so I know that it would be in good hands. And so I told him, I, I don't feel right doing opening this station back up again because I, I want to go in this direction and I, my time's going to be split. My, my resources are going to be split between these two stations and you can't serve one and the other mm-hmm. as, as the Bible says, mm-hmm. you know, and so I told him, I'll, I'll give you this station. And he was just really quiet. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I told him, I'll give you all the material I have, all my CDs, all my edited tracks that I, mm. you know, spent so much time, you know, doing. And um, all the recordings and, and and the graphics that go with it, even my MySpace, you know, you can, you can have it all. And uh, so he agreed to do that. And um, so in the next few days, that transfer will take place. 
the end of uh, Meander Comedy Radio for you. And now, obviously, uh, the, the door that was opened for you by our father was to concentrate on Solace Radio. How has it changed in uh, in the time that you've been focusing on that instead of the uh, comedy station? Well, the the listenership has grown. Uh, I stayed with the network uh, for quite a while after that, and then it got to the point where I wanted to go more independent, and I've always had Solace as independent. It was uh, never a royalty station mm-hmm. because I, I decided to be kind of a maverick <laughs> and go independent and uh, do direct licensing where all the artists and teachers on the station give me permission forms to air their their music or their programs royalty free. Yeah. And so um it it's more work to do that but it's it's very much worth it and and besides that you you have a uh rapport with your artists and I mean I I would never talk to Chris Jasper in real life you know had that not happened you know or or some of the others sure. uh that I've been blessed to talk with and to kind of get to know and uh, so it's it's more personal too, but um, it's it's non-royalty, so I haven't had to uh, worry about that. And my programming is we don't work on a clock wheel, so it it makes it wonderful because we don't have to, you know, we can run uh, long, any program of any length, mm. and the te- the teachers like that, and. Um, so I don't know. I just try to please the teachers and, and the listeners, and I watch our stats and and I do our what I call our formula and uh, what we've been doing, you know, basically since 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've been doing, and then Eric came along, and we were talking, and then uh, he moved moved up here to Colorado um, and joined the station. And joined the so station. now he's so he's Eric yeah. is now uh, Eric. You are the digital broadcast operations manager and program director for Solus Radio Torah One Hundred One. Uh, I get called the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the bomb. <laughs> In a nutshell, you yeah, are. Look the at bomb. the initials. Yeah, if you look at the initials of digital operations, uh, it comes out the bomb. That's yeah. it. That's short for what I am. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've, I've enjoyed it uh, immensely. Um, it's a phenomenal experience. And what it does is it does give me uh, a massive opportunity to uh, open up the Torah to listeners from over 120 countries who have never experienced the truth. Mm. And I, I'm amazed about it. I, I just... Like the testimonial that we just read to you, yeah. we get those constantly, all day long. We get um, people from our Facebook uh, site sending us testimonials. Uh, we have people who call us on our phone and want to give us testimonials. Um, it, it's just it, it's changed my life completely because I was in terrestrial radio for uh, just like Diane for thirty, you know, thirty-five years. 30 years, 35 years, yeah. and uh, a total time. Uh, and I work for some of the largest broadcasting corporations uh, in the United States during my career. Listen, you have, uh, again, uh, as I mentioned, a, a very long, uh, extensive and impressive uh, list of credentials as far as radio and media 
uh, are concerned. And uh, now with Solus Radio, and Solus Radio, maybe we can just uh, give a bit of a, a little bit more description to the listeners. It's divided into two stations. What are they? That's a great question. Uh, Solus Radio Toro 101 is basically a station for people who are just discovering the Torah. Um, and listeners who are hearing for the first time um, what the Torah is. It's set up so that if you've never, never heard even the word Torah, then we explain it from A to Z. Uh, if you, uh, don't, um, understand what a shofar is, we have a program that teaches you the basics, even on a shofar or a prayer shawl. Um, it also explains to you the basics of the messianic faith. Um, we have quite a few teachers who do excellent programs on the basics of what the Torah is. It'll, it'll start in Genesis and go all through, all the way through the five books. And it's very easy to understand. We've set it up so that it's, it's extremely entertaining. And then once they've reached the point after they've read along with us on Salas Radio Toro 101, uh, and reached a certain level of understanding, Salas Radio News, the prophecy allows them to go to the next step and learn and progressively learn more. So we do it in a step-by-step process because we don't want to uh, have the listener get inundated with all this information mm. and just give up because sure. they don't understand. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the place to start, obviously, is Solace Radio Torah 101. And uh, and right. I like the, uh, the, the, the sentence that you have below it uh, is, you deserve the truth. And isn't that so true? People deserve to know the truth. And when they understand that what they're being fed is not truth, that the truth is being masked from them, uh, this is right. a great place to start. Solace Radio Torah 101, just to get the basics, to get an idea, to get an overview uh, of what it all means and what they've been missing out on. The Constantinian religion was lying to me. Uh, so it, it comes up on uh, the other stations as well. And that's Jeremiah right. 9, uh, 16 verse 19. Uh, where it says that the nations will come and say, our fathers have inherited lies and deceit in which there is worthlessness and no value and so on and so forth. And isn't that happening all around the world? Those who are coming out of the Constantinian religion and going, I've been denied truth. I've been lied to all this time. No one has told me the truth. And uh, in Valerie's case, she switched on to Solace Radio, and now she is over the moon. And I, I pray that she continues to be blessed. And uh, so just to let the listeners know, this is most certainly uh, a ministry worth financial support of, and I would encourage people to do that. That's all right. Was there anything else that you would like to point out in regards to Solace Radio? Oh. Eric is, um, by the way, do you pay Eric peanuts? I mean, does he work for... <laughs> What do you do, uh, Eric? He works much. for peanuts. He works for peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> walnuts, actually. Oh, walnuts. Walnuts. I'll send you no, a bag, my friend. Walnuts are really big into. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 47 walnuts are coming uh, your way. Yeah, 47. I mean, you ought to see me when I'm in the grocery store. If I'm shopping and I'm looking at walnuts, I'm counting. Is there 47 walnuts? <laughs> uh, That's great. The Father works in, in well, mysterious ways, as the mm. Scripture says. Mm. But he he's like a, it's just wonderful to see how he orchestrates our lives if we will let go of what we want. And I'm speaking for me. If I let go of what I want, what I think I want, and and let go of it, and he, it's amazing. It can happen in one day. Mm. 
one day and he can say, here's what I wanted you to do. And it's much better than what you wanted. (laughs) This is greater than what you wanted. Mm. And, and he's done that so many times in my life. Amazing. And I think I, and one thing I came to the point in my life, you know, I've got to be thankful for, um, not only the good things that he does, but also the bad things that happen in, in my life. I've, I've reached, um, I, I know a, a, a pastor told me this long years ago. I, I was going through a, a hard time in my life and I was talking to, to a pastor, his Baptist pastor, because that's where I used to go to the church. And, um, he, he told me, um, and I told him what I, I had gone through this period of really awful, uh, you know, just things going on in my life, you know, hard things to deal with. And I had, one day I just let go and I said, oh, look at all the blessings I have around me. Look at this. I have the basics of life. I have a roof over my head. I have running water. You know, I have the means to do this and the means to do that. And, and, and of course I didn't have a lot of means. I, I was, uh, very, you know, very poor back then. And, uh, but then I started focusing on what I did have and my blessings. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The Lord started pouring out the blessings on me after that. And it took me being able to let go of those negative things. Oh, I, I don't have this. I don't have that. And I wish I had this and that. And and saying, I do have this. Look what the Lord gave me. And that pastor told me, well, you know what you have? You've found victory. Mm-hmm. And I never forgot that. I never forgot that. And I'm always thankful always try to be thankful for even the bad things that happen in my life because I know that he's going to use that That's right. to make something really wonderful happen. Our foundation is built on solid rock. Yes, you are. The rock of our salvation on Solace Radio.